Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News. If you're watching this program, then there's a pretty good chance you're aware that police in America are under attack for a variety of reasons. Well, today in a very special interview, a special victims unit detective from the Pittsburgh Police Department, Amy Dice, is joining me to discuss some of the issues that are facing her and her department. In fact, police all over the country are finding themselves out of a job or on the verge of losing everything. I want you to stick around and we're going to be right back after this. Things are tough here in America right now. We've got $7 a gallon gas. If you want to buy a 10-year-old Honda Civic, it's probably going to run you $20,000. Some people are paying $2,000 a month in rent. That's because we've got 8.6% inflation. It's actually much higher, but that's the official number. The really important thing is it doesn't look like it's going to get better anytime soon. So the real question is, what can you do about it? Well, you can try trading stocks or mutual funds, but your returns are sinking fast. You'd have to make at least 10% with charges just to break even. And if you want to talk about retirement, comfortably, well, your options are pretty slim. But you might have heard about gold IRAs and 401ks. However, maybe you don't know that much about them. Well, that's why Noble Gold has a team of experts on the other end of the phone, real people who will answer when you call. They'll put you straight on what you can do and what you can't do in order to protect yourself and get to a point of financial safety. And if you're quick, they're giving away this incredible one-tenth of an ounce solid gold American Eagle proof coin. That's with every qualifying IRA or 401 1k rollover. You just can't go wrong with Noble Gold. So give them a call today at 877-646-5347 or you can visit them below at noblegoldinvestments.com. Once again, that's noblegoldinvestments.com and when you support my sponsors, you support this channel. All right, good afternoon, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Red Pill News. As always, I'm your host, Zach Payne, the Corruption Detector, and today... I am joined by a good friend of the program, Amy Dice. She is a Pittsburgh police detective, and we're going to be talking about the issues that are currently facing not only the police in Pittsburgh, but all across the country. Amy, uh, you know, I think right now cops have it worse in America than they've ever had it, not only uh, just from the radical left wing prosecutors that are uh, failing or refusing to charge uh, politicians like the squad trying to defund you guys all over the nation. But now they're trying to just kick you guys out. It's basically them saying they don't even want you to work there because if you don't get the jab, then apparently you're not good enough to be a police anymore. That is absolutely correct. Not only is law enforcement a difficult, thankless job, which we don't need thank for. Believe me, we don't. Um, Now they're trying to prevent us from doing the job in itself. And they are trying to prevent me from my mission of doing God's work. And at this point, they've driven me too far to the point that I have to speak up, not just for myself and for God, but for all of my other officers, and most importantly, the citizens. Because right now, the citizens have no idea that they are about to be put in grave, grave danger at the hands of their own government. And that's what I'm here to talk about today. And whatever comes my way, God will provide for me, and I'm ready to take that on because I will fight this battle. Well, Amy, I uh, salute you not only for your brave service as a police officer, but also for having the courage to come forward. You know, it's often said that all it takes for tyranny to win out is for one good man or woman to do nothing. 
And it seems that in America right now, we have a a real problem with that. A lot of people are not speaking up. Certainly nowadays, we have a lot more people that are feeling comfortable doing it. But I think that there are many, many more across this nation that are simply just keeping their mouths shut. They're doing what they're told to do because they don't want to run the risk of losing their job or putting their family in danger. What exactly is happening in Pittsburgh right now? So in Pittsburgh right now, we are facing the decimation of our police department, as well as all other city employees, including our fire department, the Pittsburgh EMS. Any any city employee is has either already been fired or currently being disciplined or about to be disciplined, which is the situation that I and my fellow officers are in. Um, Just kind of the backstory of it, on November 1st of 2021, our then governor, or I'm sorry, our then mayor, Bill Perduto, put out an executive order mandating all city employees must be vaccinated. And if they are not, here comes your discipline. That's coming down the line. So we were warned about that. But at that time, we were given the option to apply for a medical or a religious accommodation request, um, if that fit your circumstances. For me, it certainly fit my circumstances, as it did hundreds of other employees. So the deadline for that was December 22nd of 2021. So to make sure I was doing everything correct, it couldn't come back on me. I couldn't get fired for not complying or following in order. I went ahead and I submitted a religious exemption request. Um, I hired an attorney, Jeffrey Schott, and he helped work, helped me work through that process of drafting my religious accommodation request, got that submitted in, and then we hear nothing. We hear nothing for about seven months. So we're thinking, okay, we have a new mayor who came in in January, Mayor Ed Ganey. Maybe he's realizing COVID is over. He's not going to push this mandate. He's not going to fire all of his police, fire EMS, all of his city employees. Well, on June 24th, I receive a letter in the mail from Janet Manuel, the director of human services, civil services, advising me that my religious accommodation request was denied. She denied me because I am causing undue hardship on the city because I am putting the workforce in danger. (laughs) So with that letter also came our, how would you say it? It, It's here's our, uh, our subject to the following progressive discipline policy. So basically, yeah, basically every week. Administrative thumb screws, basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they put it out there. They said they're doing this. We are well aware they've already fired other city employees. So we know that they're going to do this to us. So she's put the final nail in that coffin. Um, so just to really put that screw in there yeah. on July 1st, I received another letter from Janet telling me, yeah, you're still denied, but right now we're going to hold off on your punishment because of some grievances that have been filed by the FOP which we're not happy about the FOP and the work that they've done so far for us, which is why we have taken on the battle ourselves and we are prepared to battle the city on our own. So what exactly has the FOP done for you guys? And is that the same as your union? I mean, don't you, aren't you guys unionized? Yes. So we are unionized with the fraternal order of police. That's our FOP. Okay. Okay. Uh, They have filed some grievances 
but it has come to the point where we are now being told that we are allowed to be vaccinated. So I'm going to be vaccinated. And what they are currently negotiating is long-term medical payments for adverse effects. So here's my big issue with this. Yeah. We are, we are aware that miscarriages are up 300%. So I'm being forced to get this vac- to get this vaccine. Mm-hmm. My husband and I, we decide we're ready to have a child. I get pregnant. I lose that child. Mm-hmm. How is the city going to put an op- arbitrary financial number on that lost child? Sure, you can play, pay my medical bills, but let me tell you what you're not going to pay is from the grief of me losing a child. Exactly. So yeah. We're having a gigantic issue with this. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's long term pain and suffering right there. And that's completely different from any adverse medical effects you might have. And even if, let's say, you end up fully paralyzed, OK, half your body is paralyzed or you have a blood clot in your brain, you end up with a stroke, you're in a wheelchair, you simply can't work. I mean, there's no way that they're going to be able to pay for your quality of life. They're not going to be able to pay for you guys to live at the same level uh, that you were before. I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. How many police officers or do you know how many city workers total have lost their jobs thus far? And do you know how many are scheduled to be fired if they don't go through with this? So I don't have the exact numbers on how many have been fired, who are scheduled to be fired. I know really specifically about the police department with us sharing information with each other. Okay. Um, So, you know, I could talk about our numbers, but I do know those have been fired throughout the city. Um, So this is really, really, we're going to get down to the nitty gritty of our numbers where our citizens are at extreme risk. So right now we have over 200 police officers who are unvaccinated and have filed the religious exemption and have been denied. And and I'm sorry, how many total police do you have there in in Pittsburgh? Yeah, so we have a total of around 850 sworn officers for the city of Pittsburgh Bureau of Police. Oh, so so fully one quarter of your your workforce is going to be lost, maybe. So it gets worse than that, though, Red Pill. So we have our over 200 that are being threatened with termination because of this vaccine. So our workforce right now is already really struggling. We're pretty low staffed. Um, The officers are being forced to work double shifts just to cover. So we have six zones within our city. Mm-hmm. Every zone every day is putting out for overtime. So f- whether it's four officers, five officers, six officers for every shift. So our patrol officers specifically are being worked to the absolute bone. Sure. They are at the brink of collapse. So let's go ahead and let's fire 200 of us. Okay. So it's going to make it worse for them. On top of the 200, we have 200 70 officers who can retire today, right now, if they wanted to. Wow. So when you fire a quarter of our department just for the vaccine, another 270 are going to leave because they can, and they don't want to work triple double shifts to cover for the huge loss of 200 plus officers. Mm -hmm. So we're really looking at potentially 40, 50% of the Pittsburgh Bureau of Police being gone, maybe around 300 officers being left to somehow ha- handle all of the 911 calls, um, the, the investigations bureau, I'm in the special victims unit. Who's, who's going to run those investigations when we can barely handle 911 calls? Our wasn't, citizens are in grave danger. Wasn't it Pit- was it Pittsburgh where that woman was raped on a train? 
Wasn't that in Pennsylvania? I, 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 I'm only asking because you're the spe- special victims, but I seem to remember this like six months ago. Uh, there was a woman on a train raped by a homeless man and people were sitting around and filming it because nobody wanted to do anything. Am I getting that story right? That is not the city of Pittsburgh. OK, OK. Thank God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is not. Um, yeah. Uh, so, you know, that is one thing. Our citizens, um, they don't have a tolerance for pedophilia. Yeah, we uh, that's one thing that crosses all races, all socioeconomic statuses is saving the children. Mm-hmm. That is the one thing that we can all agree on is the common denominator that can unite humanity. So imagine not having enough police officers to handle your 911 calls and then not having detectives specialized in these types of investigations who all I do is I hunt pedos. Mm-hmm. That's my job. I'm coming for you. And now the city's trying to take that away from me. Yeah. The mission I was put on this earth by God to protect these children and they want to take that away from me i'm not going to let it happen city of pittsburgh i'm coming for you i will not let these children suffer because of your tyrannical government it ends and it ends now if you were smart you would back down we will not give up this fight there are children's lives in the balance absolutely sorry for getting emotional but they really they pushed me too far at this point no, I can tell that it means a lot to you, as it should. You know, I mean, this is one of the most important issues that's out there. And certainly, if we're talking about 50% or more of the entire police force leaving, uh, I mean, that's going to leave the people of Pittsburgh in a really, really bad situation. I mean, I, I would imagine, you know, it's a big city, okay? Crime is already a problem. You need police. It's just, there's no way around it. Has the city presented any type of plan that they might have to address an overriding issue like that? Or has the Bureau of Police made any plans for how they, they plan to address this other than a couple of grievances? No. Um, let's get into how the city has been handling just staffing in general. So in 2020, we were defunded in the whole defund the police movement. So that hit our department. They put a hiring freeze on us. We have not had a new academy class in two years. So when they want to fire 200 of us, 270 go and retire, there are literally no replacements for us right now. That's insane. There are none. So there's no plan to fill, to backfill for the loss of all of these officers. There's literally nothing, nothing. And there's shortages all across the country, too. I mean, it's not like you can just go pull somebody from another department or put a, a, a wand ad out there and a bunch of people are going to come flocking to Pittsburgh. You know, I mean, I, I think that ha- have you had people leaving as a result of the defunding of the police? Uh, I mean, I would imagine that, uh, that the cops have to feel like they're just not being taken care of. Oh, absolutely. We have officers leaving every day. We get through emails about officers that retire, officers that leave the department to go to another department. Mm -hmm. So they are leaving. So let's add those on too. Wow. They're going to, they leave every single day. They're going to continue to do so. So what is your plan? How are you going to fight back against this? Obviously we're talking right now. I think that's going to be huge. You spoke with the Epic Times over the weekend. Hopefully that's going to drum up some attention from people in Pittsburgh and around the country. But what else are you doing? So I have, I had hired Jeffrey Schott. He is with, uh, he's a lawyer with, uh, Scaringi Law. He, this is what he specializes in. Uh, he has family members 
disabled from vaccine injuries. So this is his mission in life as well. So, you know, I got one of the best attorneys I could to take this on. But as we know, with that, any attorney, there's astronomical prices that come with it. Right. Since we feel that the city is doing nothing to help us, our FOP is allowing us to get vaccinated. We are ready to take on the fight with the private attorney. We, myself and my fellow officers, we have made a give, send, go page asking for financial help to get us through. He would like to file an injunction. That way we can just put a full stop to any discipline, full stop to any firing, and then potentially go on further with religious discrimination violations because we are being discriminated against for our religion. You know, we have some facts about that. Um, so again, you know, we're asking for some financial help. You can go on givesendgo.com, search fighting for Pittsburgh, and you'll find our page. Oh, and that'll be in the description below this video, too. And I encourage everybody to help out if you can. So let's say best case scenario, if they do tell you that you're no longer welcome uh, to come in as a cop and they tell you you're going to be fired, you file this injunction. Are you going to be allowed to continue to work or are you guys going to be put in limbo until the court cases, uh, you know, made its way through the through the uh, the halls? Well, filing the injunction is what's going to put a full stop to any discipline. So, you know, that's our first move is that we are not taken off of the street. And then from there on out, we'll go with the other lawsuits with religious discrimination, um, whatever it is that we can do, because at this point, it's time to bring the pain. Yeah. You know, this has been I mean, how long has COVID been going on? Two years longer? I mean, I thought it was over. (laughs) We all thought it was over, Red Bull. Yeah. I swear to you, we all thought it was over. And now here we are in a battle. I mean, if I'm going to have a job next week just because I'm speaking out, I don't know. But it's worth it's worth speaking out, bringing light, shining light on this darkness. This is wrong on so many different levels. And it's time that the police start standing up, standing up for what is right, upholding that oath you took to your citizens. Listen to me, law enforcement. Uphold the oath you talk to your citizens and start standing up and fighting for them because this affects everybody, not just my paycheck. This affects the children that I can no longer help. This affects the citizens who will be left abandoned so that the evils and the predators can come attack them because they know that they're vulnerable. Yeah, I would imagine as soon as the criminal elements of Pittsburgh realize that 50 percent of the police are no longer even on the streets, they're going to look at it as open season. People are going to just be out there doing whatever they can. I'm sure the criminals already have a a, a stopwatch for like how long it takes for a 911 call to to arrive. And if yeah, and if you know that it's going to take them twice as long to get there, then you've got that much more time to commit crimes. So you you had mentioned, uh, you know, potentially losing your job as a result of speaking out. Um, Are are you under any kind of uh, a gag order or anything like that? I mean, did they have a policy that says you're not allowed to speak about things that uh, that affect your personal life in regards to work? So as of now, I am not under any kind of kind of an order. Um, The Epic Times article dropped on a Friday. I went to work on Saturday when I work in headquarters and it's basically empty on a Saturday, there's no brass there. They may not have found out about it yet. Um, I'm on my days off right now. I go back into work Wednesday. So I think that'll kind of be the telling moment to see if they are going to try to put any disciplinary action on me. 
but I have been advised by my lawyer that I do have a First Amendment right to speak about public policy and to give my opinions on those. And I'm doing it only for the good of the city and its citizens. I'm not doing it to bring harm to the police department because I do love my police department. We are a great, great department, but our citizens are at risk. It sounds totally legit to me. I mean, I am behind it 100 percent. So, well, I mean, on that note, uh, have have your superiors spoken out on anything uh, related to what's happening in the police department? Maybe that they disagreed with. Was anybody working at the the city of Pittsburgh? Did they come out and say we need to defund the police? I mean, because it, it kind of seems like just two different sides of the of the same coin. It's all about the police. You are talking about it because you care about it. Perhaps they've talked about it because they don't like the police. Well, our, our administration has remained pretty much quiet. Um, okay. If you remember back to the days of the riots, which we were not a workplace safety issue then. We were not undue hardship then. Right. We worked throughout the riots. They made us go from an eight-hour shift to a 12-hour shift, all past days canceled, so that we could be there to pr- provide protection. But if you remember that, go back to that day. Our chief of police was kneeling with the protesters. Yeah. The same people who burnt our city, attacked our officers. We had 27 officers injured during the riots. We have officers left with lingering effects of concussions from being hit in the head with bricks. Officers with hearing loss because explosives went off because they got caught in the back of their vest. Mm -hmm. The fireworks thrown at us. So our administration has pretty much stayed silent or just going with the current agenda. Whatever, Whatever the thing is. Whatever the thing is, Pittsburgh police is in on it, but not the actual employees. Let me tell you, the officers are not, but the higher ups seem to be. People in leadership in the police department aside, what about the mayor? I heard that the mayor had put out some controversial social media posts. He did. Um, If you would allow me, I would like to read them directly from his social media posts so I get them verbatim so I can't be accused of twisting words. Absolutely. Go for it. Okay, so this is a post made by Mayor Ed Ganey on his Facebook page. He says, today's ruling by the Supreme Court is an attack on civil and human rights in our entire country. Abortion is health care, denying the right to bodily autonomy of women, trans men, non-binary and disabled people in America is stripping them of their fundamental right to privacy. How does abortion, abortion apply to trans men? I just, I, I don't understand that. I, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. You want to have me on another show where Dice says wild things? I'll go hardcore on <laughs> okay. it. But. Okay. So the rest of his statement, abortion is still legal in Pennsylvania, and I will do whatever it takes to protect and defend the right of Pittsburgh and across our entire Commonwealth. We must ensure that people can make decisions about their bodies their lives and their futures and all of us must recommit ourselves to the work of making America more just and equal for everyone. He then went further and put onto his Twitter again, verbatim. We must ensure that people can make decisions about their bodies, their lives and their futures. And all of us must recommit ourselves to the work of making America more just and equal for everyone. Well, apparently mayor Ed Ganey, That doesn't apply to me because I'm making the choice not to get the vaccine. Where's my body and where's my choice? Why isn't it for me? It doesn't exist unless you're talking about killing babies. You know, what's interesting is that Kermit Gosnell 
was from Philadelphia. I mean, have you heard of Kermit Gosnell? He he yeah. he ran like an abortion house of horrors, and he had the corpses of babies all over the place inside his uh, multi-story building. So I, I would imagine that abortion probably has to have uh, uh, some some deep roots. So it's no wonder that they're trying to protect it. There's got to be infrastructure and economy built up around it. Well, also within the city of Pittsburgh is the UPMC hospitals. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've kept up with the news, but there we the schools and their works of scientific study with aborted fetuses. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, uh, disgusting Frankenstein type stuff happening there. But yeah, the, you know, the illusion that you made there, you know, comparing those two things, uh, suddenly my body, my choice goes out the window uh, unless it's about the one cottage issue that they specifically want to highlight. So when it comes to your body, you don't have a choice unless you want to kill your baby. And then it's like totally cool. Right. But if I, if I want to do what I God tells me to do with yeah. my body, I make my decisions with God. I'm not allowed to make those decisions. Apparently, the government makes the decisions for my body because I believe in God, yeah. and it's not right. And, of course, your religion means nothing. Your faith means absolutely nothing. That's what they're mm-hmm. telling you by saying that your religious exemption is 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 not worthy of consideration. Exactly. And Janet Manuel, the one who signed all of our letters advising us we were going to be disciplined, she went ahead and posted on her Twitter saying, I'm with her, her body, her choice, her rights. So that means I don't have to get the vaccine, right? Yeah, I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. I mean, if you're yeah. going to apply it to one argument, then there's no reason you shouldn't be able to apply it to another. Absolutely. Wow. <clears throat> you know, I, I feel like police all over the country have been abandoned by their superiors, by the people who are supposed to be advocating for them. You know, I mean, it was disgusting what happened in the summer of 2020. It was disgusting the way that people in uh, in leadership treated this stuff. You know, they didn't stand up for you guys. Uh, you know, certainly, I think what happened with George Floyd, uh, yeah, obviously anybody dies, it's a horrible thing, okay? But what they did to those guys, to those officers, uh, I thought that that was just horrific, and uh, I was really surprised about it. Um, <laughs> I can't believe that this is happening to you guys, and I can't believe that they don't care about what's going to happen to the people of Pittsburgh. Do you think that they consider what might be happening in the future? I mean, do they talk about like how these things affect the people of these cities? I mean, it just it seems completely idiotic to me. So I have two theories on this. One, it's just blatant ignorance and they have, they're not grasping the reality of what's happening or two, this is on purpose. Is it to get rid of the police? Is it to increase crime? That way the government does have to step in Mm -hmm. and pull a full on Gestapo and have complete and total control. Yeah. I can't figure out which one it is. I'm, I'm hoping it's more of the ignorance. I really am, but we, I'm sure everyone is well aware of how Democrat cities are suffering under the poor leadership. I mean, and, and that's my point. You know, this is a Democrat run city. So it would not surprise me if they were moving towards some type of, you know, I don't know, national police force. So they call Biden up and they say, hey, guess what? We screwed the pooch. We need you to show up with some, uh, you know, goose stepping Gestapo agents and and take care of the problems for us. But even then, I mean, they don't 
seem to really care about the criminals either. I mean, we've got people coming and going. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what the bail situation is in Pittsburgh, but obviously in a lot of other Democrat-run cities, there's no cash bail. They, they commit a crime, they go in and they they get their picture and uh, and their fingerprints taken, and then they go right back out on the street. I think. I, I, I don't uh, remember which city this was, but there was a couple of illegal immigrants that were caught trying to plot a Fourth uh, of July mass shooting. They got a fifteen thousand dollar bail and, and they got right back out. It, it's like no big deal. Kamala Harris paid their bail, <laughs> put them right back out on the street. Are we surprised? No, no. Oh, it's like a comedy of errors at this point, Amy. I just I can't believe what's happening in this country. And I can only hope that it it wakes people up. You know, I mean, like, have you spoken with the people of Pittsburgh? I mean, anybody talking to you about this? Uh, The citizens, not so much. Um, I will tell you, the citizens, even though mainstream media, our government, they want us all divided. The Mm. reality is the one on one with our citizens is completely different than what's being reported on. Yeah. Um, when I was on patrol, I worked in zone two, which encompasses the Hill district, which is a historic black neighborhood. When you are at a shooting scene, a homicide scene, the women come out, lay their hands upon you and they pray for you. Mm. Say, Lord help our Pittsburgh police help them to solve these crimes. Lord stay with them and keep them strong. They thank us. They thank us for being there. The reality of what you're seeing in this anti-police movement just isn't the truth. It's not. They have fed me. When I'm driving around on night turn, they're barbecuing. They say, hey, get your skinny self out of that car. Come get a plate. I can't tell you how many plates I've had up in the Hill District. It was all all great. But that's that's what it's really like. It really is. It's not what you see in the media. Stop looking at Facebook. Turn the news off. Go talk to your officers. Talk to the citizens. They want us there. And our city is not being transparent about what's coming down the line when we all get fired and everyone who retires does retire. They're not talking about this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the really sad thing is that Pittsburgh is in an isolated case. I mean, this is pretty much happening all over the country. And, you know, I've got a lot of different police officers all across the country that that watch the show. And I've heard some just terrible stories. I, I mean, I... The only thing that I can say is that we need people like you in the leadership of these different departments because people have to understand where they're coming from. I mean, I I know that a lot of times people will transfer into another department as leadership and maybe they don't know the area. Maybe they don't know the people. Um, But, uh, you know, if you if you come up, if you become a leader in where you came up at, then I think that you're more likely to have a vested interest in taking care of it and not just looking at it as like a stepping stone to another um, position in another city or something. Right. Our uh, chief just resigned. He Well, he didn't resign. He retired. Uh, he was a Pittsburgh police officer his entire life. Um, he was chief for the past few years, um, I think 2016 until now, 2017 to 2016 until now. Um, he was kneeling with the people who want to kill us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's just you, you can't do that. You know, it, it, you know, it, it seems that a lot of our upper management yeah, and I'm not talking about just my department. I'm talking about all over the U.S. Yeah, are used as political pawns, and mm-hmm. our government is trying to get the police to be their political pawn. Mm-hmm. If you look at what happened in New York with the mandates, why are police officers dragging women and children out of a restaurant because of a vaccine card? No, police, stop. That's not what we do. It's not. 
That's not what your oath says. That's not what the Constitution says. You took the oath to the people in the Constitution not to be a political pawn. It needs to stop. Yeah, that, that's not keeping anybody safe. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, uh, Amy, I hope that uh, you can stay in touch with me and, and we can keep abreast of this situation and let me know what's going on. And um, do you want to hand out any of your social media profiles? Do you have some place where you're going to be giving updates on this? Uh, we are going to. We are starting our own social media, Facebook and Instagrams. Um, that's not completed yet, but that will be added to our Gifts and Go okay. account um, on True Social. I am I was at gonna Dice. Say. Yeah, <laughs> I, which I actually just joined. I was like, you know what? I need to get ready for this. Yeah. So I am Dice four five four five, and that's actually my badge number. And it's cool. also double Trump. So Dice four five four five. All right. Dice four, five, four, five. Okay. Awesome. Well, uh, you know, at the end of the show, I always like to ask people, what do you want the audience to take away from this the most, Amy? That the government's trying to stop us from doing God's mission. They are. Um, we are strong in our beliefs. We answer to the Lord. We don't answer the politicians. And we need your help so that we can keep that going for as long as we can for the betterment of all of our communities. We don't want to leave our communities behind. All right, good. Well, Amy, please say hello to your fellow officers. If anybody's watching this, thank you very much for uh, being a patron of the show. And I appreciate uh, that you could join me today. Thank you so much, Red Pill. You have been amazing. God bless you. God bless you as well.